You are listening to Three Kitchens, a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Join your hosts, Heather Dyer, Sarah Samsundrum, and Aaron Walker. You never know what they're going to make next. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Overdue Finds, an Edmonton Public Library podcast. Bryce Cretenden and Caroline Land host conversations about books, movies, music, pop culture, and other interesting news about Edmonton. It's a great way to learn more about what's happening at EPL and how you can use your library card to access all of EPL's in-person and online services. To listen and find out more about Overdue Finds, head to epl.ca slash podcast. Hi, Three Kitchens listeners. This is Sarah Soma Sundaram, and I'm hosting this episode. But I'm doing something different today. I have told my two co-hosts, Heather and Erin, that I am making a sauce, when in fact I have attempted a vegan burger patty. And I'm going to try to fool them with this one. They have pretty refined palates, so this is going to be tough. But the point of this is to greet this vegan dish with an open mind. I am really curious about the review, so let's get this episode started. Hi, listeners. Welcome back to another Three Kitchens podcast episode. I am your host today, and I am here with Erin and Heather. Oh, and Archie. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hi, Archie. Good morning, Sarah, Heather, and Archie. (laughs) Archie's going to just keep us on our toes. Yes. No, it's spring break. It feels like spring. Mm -hmm. We're all in our jammies. Yeah, we're yeah. drinking coffee. It just seems like a really nice morning. Oh, it does. Are we on our second taste of spring right now? We've already had fool spring. Yes. They, what do they call it? False fools. spring or something? False There's spring. fools and false and second yeah. false and like you're yeah. still a fool. I don't know what they are. Whenever we go through... Uh, season changes where we are here it seems like the two seasons are warring with each other like there's not this gradual transition from one season to the next it's like winter one day spring one day winter one day spring (laughs) yeah Yeah. especially for spring because winter really wants to hang on yes yeah we can expect snow for another couple months still as we (sighs) go through this I'm sorry Heather (laughs) I'm so depressed by that. I'm, I'm in that. I, we are worrying about me setting up the patio uh, early again. Oh, don't do it, Sarah. Really You're way too early. Yeah, you always start too early. It's no, only March. I always have it ready for the really nice days. So I disagree with you guys. Yeah, I might not be able to use it every day. And yes, I may be dusting off snow <laughs> off the furniture. But... Then when it's really nice, we're outside having Korean barbecue. So I'm doing it. All right. All right. If you get Korean barbecue, then, you know, go for it. See, all I had to say was Korean barbecue. (laughs) And when when those nice days hit, Erin and I will show up on your back deck. Yes. And we have a fridge full of snacks and food. To eat on the deck. Yeah yeah so nice okay so my uh friend kevin gave me a couple bags of this cookie mix from confetti sweet which is a a company out of sherwood park um alberta he passed along these couple of bags of this cookie mix 
She has a bakery and also sells online. And I believe you can get them in some stores. Sobeys, I think, carries it. But check their website. But anyway, I gave one of the bags to Aaron and I made one bag. And so we tried it out. Aaron, what did you think when you baked up these cookies? So I have never, ever baked a cookie from a bag before. Me either. (laughs) This was a first time experience for me. One thing that I really liked is that there was nothing in the ingredients that I couldn't pronounce. So I don't know mm-hmm. about you, but like I tend to scan ingredients. And if there's a whole bunch of like 20 letter words, I'm like, eh, do I really need this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that it's all stuff that just comes out of your pantry that they've put together into this mix. It doesn't seem to be super overly processed. Right. It required me to use uh, softened butter, a large egg and vanilla. Those are the only things that I had to add to the mix. Okay. What, what was the mix? Like, was it a powder? Yeah. With chunk, like there's chocolate bits in there and so all the dry ingredients toffee bits yeah exactly ingredients Mm -hmm. yeah it was a dry ingredient mix I had my good old black and decker mixer I didn't pull out the big beast and I kind of wish I had because it took a long time to get that butter and everything to integrate into the dry mixture so I did use the KitchenAid because I can easily slide it out and it was easy peasy yeah I would have liked to just turn it on and walk away because it was a lot Mm -hmm. of "Mm -hmm." (laughs) so it took a while to mix together but again I've never done a cookie from a bag so so in the instructions it recommended that I use an ice cream scoop to make the cookies and I thought that's way too big so I used my cookie scoop Heather I did did you get a chance to try (laughs) out your cookie scoop I sure did. Thank you. Uh, too funny. My birthday gift. Yep. So just a quick pause. Review on the cookie scoop. Oh, yes. Let's have a review. Oh, on the oh so yeah. So it was super easy. And it was because it's small. I thought it was a great size for these cookies. Yeah. I, I agreed. Th- I thought ice cream scoop sounds huge. An ice cream scoop seemed excessively big. So I just mm-hmm. used my cookie scoop. Sometimes when I make cookies, the instructions say, ball it up and put it on the thing and it will flatten out by itself. And then it doesn't. And I'm like, oh, so one batch of cookies is kind of weird. These ones did not do that. It Mm. flattened out really nice Mm. and spread and then baked up. I really liked how she not only said bake until done until the edges are brown, but then she talked about how they should look in the center of the cookie so that Mm -hmm. giving more details on visual cues when you're baking is really handy when you're making cookies. Especially because everybody's oven is different. It's going to cook at a different time. Exactly. So yeah, it's good to know what to look for. It's really nice to have those visual cues and those explanations for you, not just bake until they're done, right? Right. (laughs) So I thought her instructions were really good. I liked that she said, cool for 20 minutes. Good luck with that part. Yeah. They didn't, (laughs) they did not cool for 20 minutes because as soon as I had these made, the little noses in my house were like, what are you making? What are you baking? It smells like cookies. I went and checked the cookie size and weighed them out to see how, how closely they matched for the nutrition facts on her bag. Wow. You're really, I really went into this. Sorry, but the uh, scientist in me just can't always die. Uh, So the per cookie size was 45 grams. The cookies that I made when I weighed them out were 15 grams. Oh, wow. That is a big cookie that she was suggesting. A big cookie that she's suggesting. So when I packed six of these cookies into my kids' lunch, essentially they were only getting two servings. Okay. 
not that bad, right? right? So yeah, so the cookies we used were definitely way smaller than what she suggested. They still baked up fine. And I was totally happy with for me, a chocolate chip cookie, because you can have a whole wide range on what you get for a chocolate chip cookie. I like the very fatty ones that spread out and are thin and kind of like crunchy and chewy at the same yes. time. I don't like yeah. the like thick cookie that's very floury. Neither so do I. Yeah. For me, this was the type of chocolate chip cookie that I like. Yes. So I would say it was good. My kids ate them up my husband ate them up I ate them up Sarah ate, ate them, them up. up and they are my favorite kind of same for the same reason crunchy right. on the outside chewy on the inside I yeah. love that crunch on the outside so I'm glad you made it the size you did yeah I like a bit more of a thicker cookie personally mm. and it may be that I over softened my butter I do find softening sometimes turns to melting I right. don't I don't have a very good method for that so I found that they spread out a little too much and I think it might have been my butter the state of my butter when I started but it was like very thin and crunchy like all the way through pretty much which is okay. a type of cookie and it is a good cookie but I if chocolate chip I kind of want a little more consistent thickness through and a bit more chewy okay. chewy all the ways for me but anyway doesn't matter it's still it was tasty I did find that it has toffee bits or something in it right that gave it like mm -hmm. an extra something that I liked it was like sweet plus extra sweet mm -hmm. yeah and if you're gonna have a cookie you know like that's what you want right you want a hit of sugar that's what cookie is kind of about yeah. they were very <laughs> really. yummy very yummy. yeah exactly we also had a chance to um bring these cookies to our newly minted three kitchens cookie review team we've just added them in to payroll we pay them with cookies <laughs> that's yes that's, that's exactly what we paid them with yeah. they're on the food payroll so uh yeah. so let's uh break to their review hi my name's Lyndon. hi my name's ronan we're official cookie reviewers for the three kitchen podcast so today we're going to be talking about the totally awesome cookie mix they're chocolate chunk and they are delicious what do you think of them linden i think they're amazing i'd rather eat these cookies than do math yeah this is so good mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna stuff it in my mouth okay this is this is ronan and linden the cookie reporters for three kids and podcast and we're out bye <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was so cute. Okay. That was by far the best cookie review I think I've ever yeah. heard. Very yeah. cute. Adorable, guys. Thank you, professional reviewers. Yes. I think we'll keep them around. I think yeah, so. I think so. I think they'll, we'll have to keep them around for some more uh, reviews of other things. Not yeah, just exactly. cookies. I'm sure they're qualified. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. And now we get to listen to Cutie Sarah. What's Cutie What's Sarah. Cutie Sarah going to tell us about? <laughs> What you got for us? Yeah, so today is like a really, really easy, simple, simple, simple. When I say simple, 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 I mean simple, simple, simple. Well, Sarah's version of simple. We've discussed no, this before. Simple. We'll rake you over the coals for saying that later right. in the episode. Well, well listen, listen and <laughs> then tuned. tell me. I got my recipe from Bon Appetit. And I just, I love this website because a lot of the time you actually get to watch videos of the chefs actually trying out recipes Ooh. in their kitchen. And I think this must be one of the funnest places to work. I don't know if you've ever watched <laughs> some of mm -hmm. their videos, but 
They're all interacting with one another. Um, they're all doing projects on different sides of the, this massive kitchen mm. that has just about every single piece of equipment you need as a chef. And it's just fun, fun, fun. And um, one of the things that I got out of Bon Appetit was how to make a smash burger, which I use for all my burgers now. Mm. And uh, what it essentially is, is you make your patties and you caramelize onions and then you smash your burger right into it as you're cooking it. Oh, you made that with the St. Patrick's Day episode, Bulgogi That's burger. right. Yes, with the kimchi in there. So I do this with all, like I use that concept for all my burgers now to smash it in, right? I mean, this doesn't yield the thickest fattest burger but it yields like a really crispy outside mm -hmm. but the one thing that I remember when I first tried the smash burger I tried their recipe for it um, was this delicious sauce and if you go to bonappetit.com it is called how to make special sauce a perfect condiment and this is how simple it is three tablespoons of ketchup half a cup of mayo, a quarter cup of sweet pickle relish, and mm. one tablespoon of hot, any hot sauce you want. So I use sriracha. Then you mix it up and really it goes on anything. And so mm. I served it up to you guys on a burger. What did you guys think? That was really, I didn't actually know. My, my husband and I split it and we were like, mm -hmm. is this, he, he said, I don't think it's meat. I don't know what this is. And I, I mean, it's really, we obviously ate it up, but it was hard to tell what exactly we were eating. And I don't know if it's because it's squished, like the way you said right. smashed and it was so thin. And I tried to like, I wanted to like pull the bun apart and like, look at what was inside there, but it was all nicely yeah. melded together with cheese. And it, like, it was so, I couldn't pull it apart, but um, all together, just so tasty. Yeah. yeah really I tasty. thought it was like a homemade Big Mac. Yeah. Like that mm. sauce on there was like... <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot to eat last night and then you yeah. delivered that burger. I know. I know. And, I'm sorry. And my husband and I were sitting on the couch and, and I was like, Oh, you want to split this with me? He's like, I can't eat anymore. <laughs> I know. And he looks at me and he's like, you're going to eat that. And I was like, well, yeah, it's my job. <laughs> that and I ate the whole thing yeah I wanted it while it was warm <laughs> I ate way too much food last night because we had leftover brisket that we came home and sliced up and grilled on right. the barbecue mm. do you think I held back no <laughs> and then this food arrived and I opened up and smelled it and I was like no it's all going in yeah. I'm not just gonna taste yeah. it tonight I'm just gonna oh. keep eating and eat so what did you think of the flavors mm. oh so good I just couldn't identify yeah that's what I love about doing this podcast yeah. is that I know that you're neither of you are going to feed me something that I wouldn't choose to eat you know what right. I mean nice so I trust whatever I didn't know what it that's was that's a great review in itself that's a great well, review in itself <laughs> I was like I don't know exactly what she's put in and it was a burger obviously but I didn't know what was in it and I just ate it went for it and and <laughs> with every bite I'm trying to like okay what am I tasting in here yeah. couldn't tell you that's why I texted and said I don't know what I just ate but so good yeah damn I think is what I because yeah. it was like yeah. it was so tasty yeah it's always it's it's so nice getting your reviews because we usually keep the big reviews to the episode we're always big fans of each other's food and, and sometimes we can't help ourselves but message a little too early I almost feel a little bit like silly for doing this because I really have nothing else to say I, I completely lied to you guys this this episode was not about the sauce
cold drafts, flickering lights, and where's that leak coming from? If you've ever wondered what's really going on in your home, Roomies Ask a Home Inspector service can help. Connect with a certified professional home inspector by phone or video call and get your questions answered. Roomie will let you know what's easily fixable with a little DIY or when you might need to call in some professional help. Visit roomie.ca. That's R-U-M-I dot C-A and book your Ask a Home Inspector appointment today. So Heather, Erin, yes. the listeners already know this, but um, I kind of BS to you guys. I This this was not about the sauce. Erin's making a, she does not like being BS. Oh no. Look at her face. You lied to me? Yes. I feel betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> I just embellished the truth. Omitted the truth, you mean? <laughs> Omitted completely. Uh <laughs> No, I would not have come into this episode with a recipe with mayo, ketchup, whatever. That was just way too simple. Um, oh, damn. I really thought we could start doing this easier. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to do this recipe from planted365.com. And Todd was right. I made an impossible burger beyond the impossible burger recipe. That's what it's called on her site. I really, really wanted to make a plant-based burger because I have had the Beyond Burger. I love it. Right. Um, and I'm a you know meat eater. I think I'm the biggest meat eater that I know. <laughs> well, maybe not. Do I even know you anymore, Sarah? <laughs> you lie about the sauce. You make a meatless burger when you're like the biggest carnivore <clears throat> out of the three of us. <laughs> the whole foundation of our friendship is being... <laughs> I know it's crazy. Heather's totally laid back about this. I don't know if she just hasn't no, had I'm enough coffee this morning. No. But... Well, you know what was funny? <laughs> I'm not surprised was... at all because Sarah doesn't go for the super simple. And I honestly didn't think it was meat either, but I was willing to believe whatever, like whatever you tell me it is. <laughs> okay. Is what it is. All right. What was funny about it was last week, Heather mentioned that she had made a plant-based burger and I didn't ask her one question about it. And I felt so rude and bad about that because right. I didn't like I I'm terrible at lying so I just didn't want to give anything away like I didn't want to ask you too many questions because I'd be like I you know I'm just very bad at like this why would so, asking questions about what I cook I don't know give I away don't, something about what you're cooking I don't I don't know she'd I get just, reined into the conversation yeah and then she would have to spill the beans <clears throat> right so I just it was quite a bit different from the one that you made and maybe it's the smashing part but let's hear what was in yours so what went into this was mushrooms and what you do is you saute your mushrooms, then you have a cup of cooked rice, and then you have something called tempeh. And this is not, this is something I did not know that a lot of vegetarians and vegans use okay. in like a faux meat-based product. Mm, and okay. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. I don't know anything about it. I'm waiting is, for you to tell me. <laughs> okay. So you know how you, when you have tofu, you've got tofu blocks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So tempeh looks almost like, so it's a block, but you can see the individual beans in them, oh. the soybeans, okay. and they're fermented. Okay. Okay. Oh. So they have a very nutty, strong, actually quite delicious flavor. I have never tasted tempeh. I've tasted something called natto. Natto is kind of an acquired taste. Tempeh mm -hmm. is delicious. Okay. It's really umami and salty and um, very strong flavoring there and very nutty. Okay. And then a quarter cup of quick cook 
oats quick oats mm -hmm. quick oats yeah. okay and these were dry not okay. instant oats not instant oats quick oats quick, quick. Yeah. Oh. uh two tablespoons of grated beets now the beets in this are not for the taste they're not for the texture they're for um the color and the bleeding and which is kind of cool i i yeah. thought so i i put them in salt pepper red pepper flakes something called nutritional yeast i've heard of this before and seen it at the store right we had that in our veggie burgers as well yeah and so this is supposed to add a level of cheesiness into mm -hmm. the the burger it's often a sub for cheese cheese in lots of things okay yeah. do we know how nutritional yeast is different than like the yeast you buy it's flaky it's already processed in some way like it's okay. not like just the little grains of That's yeast right. It, yeah, is it yeah. not alive, maybe? I don't think it's alive because okay. it, uh, it won't make anything rise. Right. Yeah, you can't, I read you can't activate it. it or whatever. Right. It's deactivated yeast. Yay, <laughs> we use the right words in everything. <laughs> um, garlic powder, onion powder, liquid smoke. I think this is very, very, mm. very mm. necessary for this, in my opinion, because I don't think that this patty is easy to uh, do on a grill. You would need a flat surface for this, okay? Mm. Yeah, I can see that based on what I ate. Yeah. When I was eating this, I said, "I think it tastes like charcoal. Like there's, some it's been grilled. Like I think it's bit. She oh. had her fancy grill out or something. Like right. to me, it like it tasted kind of charred. Yeah. Which I think must be the smoke, right? Yes. So what you do with all these is you take it and you put it into a food processor and you process it up. Here's. The first thing I would do differently, okay? I think I have a normal size food processor at home, but there was just too much ingredients in here. And so what I ended up doing was almost over-processing and over-blending over uh, this. Um, I what, what I would do is I would put all these ingredients, chop them up, put them all into a bowl, and I would put them in thirds and keep the texture coarser so that I think it would taste more like meat. Was it kind of paste-like? It was more pâté-like by the time mm -hmm. I was done. Okay. The second big mistake I made, and this was nothing to do with the recipe, uh, was that I took a bunch of whole peppercorns and I threw <laughs> it in thinking that it would pro like blend in. It did not. I really apologize if you guys bit into big whole peppercorns. I tried to take everything out, but... <laughs> I got one, but you know what? I actually, I really liked it. Oh, good. It, yeah. Somehow it didn't bother me at all. I was like, oh, there's the peppercorn Sarah mentioned because right. you warned us. <laughs> yeah, I got a pop of one mm. as well. Yeah, it was good. I'm always terrible at straining my broth and getting all the peppercorns out because sometimes right. I'll just do it like with a spoon or a scoop. Yes. And so yeah. I'm quite accustomed to getting a whole peppercorn in my broth and I right. quite like it now. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so here's the, the third thing that I would do differently. After you process all of this, and so you want to do it a little coarser than I did, you shape them into patties. Meat eater here, love my burgers. I shaped them into the same size and same thickness as I usually like a meat burger. I okay. would not do that in this case. Oh. So I used three cookie scoops okay. for each patty. I would do one and a half and I would uh, make them smaller and flatter. And what I would do to then compensate is just use two patties in the burger, but fry up oh, those okay. patties really flat and sear them. 
on both sides. And what that <laughs> texture will do is it will almost taste like corned beef hash. Oh, yeah. So that's the kind of texture you will end up having if you just modified this a little bit. And I do think the flavor was really good. It was just a matter of the, the first few ones that I did up for the family. It was just a matter of the texture. Right. Yeah. So these were the things that I would have changed for the next batch because I'll definitely do this again. Yeah. I thought these were amazingly good. The, yeah. I see what you mean by the texture because it was very, like I couldn't really, like Heather said, she took it apart trying to find the pieces. And I was like, I, I couldn't find those pieces either. Like I was right. trying to get pieces of just the patty and I, I had a hard time. And then I'd take a bite and be like, what am I eating? Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes when you talk to people who have been vegan and vegetarian for a long time, I think they've forgotten what meat tastes like. I mm. have not because I just <laughs> had it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> lunch. I would say that this patty, mm -hmm. you almost don't know what meat it is, but it definitely tastes like protein. Like you mm -hmm. think you are eating protein for sure. And I yeah. think it's very flavorful, especially because of that tempeh and that nutritional yeast. Mm. I thought it was almost like a pork, like a yes. pulled pork kind of okay. like a yeah. pork I was like what did she do to the pork in this when I mm. gave it to you guys I really wanted to throw you off the fact that this was not a meat and yeah. not because I was trying to fool you or anything I just wanted you guys to eat it with like kind of a you know like not knowing what I was doing just to get the proper reviews off of it so I when I dropped it at your door I really quickly changed my mind and instead of saying it was a burger I called it pork katsu did you guys catch that? I didn't hear you say pork. You said katsu. And then when katsu. I opened it up, I was like, because Todd said, well, what, what is it? What he came to see? And I said, well, she said katsu, but this doesn't look like katsu to me. <laughs> I, just, I was I, like, what, what do I say? What I said? I wanted this? to be very subtle. I didn't want to, I just wanted to throw it in there. Because I heard you say that, but then I was like, uh this is like no katsu i've ever seen but then what i'm like well i don't know there's probably all kinds that yeah and he said maybe it's like a pate or something oh, and when you yeah. so then when you were talking about the processor i thought yeah because he said it's too smooth it's like yeah pate or something yeah. i don't know we were it's trying to kind of guess and yeah and i don't think that if if you had not processed it as long as i did well not as long but because i had so much crap in there and i was trying to push mm -hmm. it in yeah i i don't think it would have come out as a patty texture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't hate the texture. I actually, no. I quite liked it. And I think if you do accidentally maybe process it longer there or more than you intended, mm -hmm. still good. Still yeah. good. Just I thought the texture more. was great. I liked it. Again, it tasted like like a Big Mac, but like with right. but with pork. Like it tasted like a porky Big Mac. I would have gone more with pork than beef. What would make it taste like pork? Maybe oh, the liquid smoke maybe. in there because. It tricks you into thinking you're eating ribs. <laughs> yeah, like some sort of like smoked meat. And well, I had just eaten a lot of brisket. So I knew it didn't taste like beef. And I think that's the same thing with me, Erin. I eat a lot more beef than pork. So I, I don't think it would have fooled me into thinking this was beef. But as yeah. I said, it was protein. Yeah. I, I would not have thought this was plant-based. It was proteinaceous. I don't even know how to say that word. I was going to repeat it. I'm like, I've never heard that. I think she made it up, Sarah. Yes. She made it up. I know. Um, right. Oh, yeah. 
you did put real cheese on it. You put real cheese on the it. The first thing Yay! I looked at, because I was like, oh, there's cheese on this burger. I know it. The first thing I looked at was the cheese. If you listeners didn't catch our last episode, <laughs> we had a little sort of spiel about do you prefer processed cheese, like the craft cheese, or and I love the craft cheese on my burgers, but Heather does not. So <laughs> I decided to be kind and I put real cheese on. I was really happy to see real cheese. Although, I mean, I still ate the burger with the processed cheese. Right. It's not like I'm going to toss that away. <laughs> it was still darn good. Yeah. I just prefer real cheese. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with this burger. I'm happy I tried it. I think I was the least likely person to do this. Um, but just recently, I did have a delicious chickpea vegan burger from this place called V Burger. Yes. And what I loved about it was that one was, it tasted a lot like a pakora. Mm. Um, so then that got me into looking at recipes. And then I, I found this Beyond Burger recipe. Uh, the Beyond Burgers that you buy at the fast food stores are made with gluten. This one is gluten free. So she and her friends, like, you know, they have done this website uh, full of, I thought, I mean, I thought this recipe was good. It was I great. It was good. I totally want to make it. I would like to try this cold. I did. I, you know, I was eating raw meat when I, I, I put yes. it all together and it was really yummy. I feel like this would be really easy to pack if you were going camping or hiking. Yes. And it's freezable. I might grab this recipe for yeah. one of my backpacking trips this yeah. summer mm -hmm. my one other thing that I'm curious about is um, instead of putting the oats in I think the next time I might actually do panko crumbs and put that mm, in because yeah. I prefer the texture of gluten right and uh, so I might just replace that also if maybe <laughs> I would let the patty rest a little longer so that it could all those crumbs could absorb the moisture a little more. Right. And I, I think that goes with anything that even goes with beef burgers. They always say that the longer you rest, then all those flavors get to meld a little more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so go do this. But I don't think you have to be vegan or vegetarian to try this. Nope. Oh, I totally want to make it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for making it. Oh, no problem. That was really good. I liked the, uh, I liked the mystery in this one. It, it was quite enjoyable. <laughs> was mm -hmm. Great. Thanks, guys. And now for the fine print. We at Three Kitchens gratefully acknowledge we are telling these stories in the traditional territories of the Treaty 7 Nations in Southern Alberta and the Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. We honor the rich tradition of oral storytellers on this land who have come before us. You can find pictures and recipe links on Instagram and Facebook at Three Kitchens Podcast. If you like and subscribe on your podcast player, that helps more people find us. I knew it wasn't neat, but it was still good.